0: Today's Life Group Sunday, and I thought a great way to, uh, we're going to eventually have some testimonies here in just a moment, but I, I could start off with a little bit of my own. When we started the church, long ago and far away, it was many, many years ago, um, if you can imagine this, uh, we hadn't done, like, we called them cell groups back then, so the whole idea was cells were like cells in the body, you know, healthy cells multiply, we're all part of the body. Cells. Okay, we don't use that language anymore because Life Group seems to be a little more user friendly. But back in the day, when we before we'd actually done Life Groups, before we'd done Cell Groups, I literally would gather. I gathered everybody together, and I drew on a on a white a whiteboard. You know what? And I put words like fellowship, community, spiritual gifts, awesome. You know, it's going to be great, but you know, there's just something about you can't actually get it off of the whiteboard, right? You got to be in it to actually get it. And uh, you know, it's one of the great things when you think about the way the Lord left stuff for us, he did, you know, he could have written down a book and given us a book, but he didn't give us a book. He put people together and gave us community. That's what he gave us. You know, and, and praise the Lord for the Bible. But what he left us with was his presence in one another. Just like God had to come down to show us what God's like, he gave us each other to show us a deeper, more full picture of what he's like here, but also to be that light in the world around us. And so, um, you know, as, as time went on from the whiteboard, you know, we went, we had one group and that multiplied, went to two groups. That, those multiplied went to four groups. We had some, something happened. I don't remember what it was. And three of those groups collapsed and they all ended back at our house. We had like 55 people in our house. It's crazy. We didn't have any furniture at the time. So it actually worked. It was just like a little, little, little church in another country or something, you know, everybody's sitting around on the ground. But, uh, but, but, you know, there, there's some greatest hit stories. I mean, some, I remember one time we said, hey, we're going to start a life group. Emily was a little girl. Matthew was a little bitty guy. And uh, I remember praying and saying, Lord, help us to reach our neighbors. Help us to reach our street. And we literally went door to door. We became block captains just so that we could go door to door and meet all our neighbors, you know. And we prayed, Lord, show us, highlight people that we're supposed to be reaching And we met somebody, literally, uh, Sean and Misty, that day, and they they told us later, when you guys left, we looked at each other and said, those people are going to become significant in our lives. That was what happened. We ended up leading them to Christ. There's all kinds of stories that go along with that. But we led them to Christ, their kids to Christ. We baptized their whole family over at the knight's house in their pool. They also helped us start that life group. And then we started reaching households, like whole households getting baptized, like in the book of Acts. You know, just people coming to the Lord left and right. Whole households over on their side of the highway. Whole households on ours. You know, it was just, it was a glorious time. And that one group became two, became four, became eight became like 12 groups out of that one group. Now that's, uh, that's the greatest hit story, but I've also got some of the other kind too, you know, where it was like, you know, I remember one season we were all just kind of dragging, we started a group, just felt like we needed to do it, but I was, about, I was able to give about 40%, and I think everybody else gave about 40%, and we together experienced about 40% of what God was actually wanting to do in our midst, you know, it was... Eh, eh. It was like, you know, you've ever been in one of those groups where it was just kind of that night, but, but this went on for like months, (laughs) Eh, eh. you know, and we finally shut it down. You know, it just gave it a gracious ending. You know, (laughs) we all went into healthy life groups. So there's there's that, that happens too. That's reality. That's a part of, you know, like in the body, cells actually, they shut down from time and their component parts are absorbed in other, other cells and that helps to make the body healthy. Okay? So, uh, a little bit of my own story. This past uh, week, uh, on Wednesday, I felt like the Lord gave me a word. Like a, it was a revelation. And I had no idea I was going to be speaking. James has been on the schedule all week to preach. It's life group Sunday. He's the life group pastor, and uh, but the Lord, the, the Lord, the word the Lord gave me was out of First uh, Timothy chapter two verse five, and, and, and the word was Jesus Christ is the mediator between God and men, and I and I heard it and was like whoa. As I was getting, it's one of those times where you get a little more than what you've gotten before, and uh, it says, for there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus who gave Himself as a ransom for all men, the testimony given in its proper time. And you know, what Jesus does is He gathers us up in Himself and brings us to God. He does what we could never do. He's the mediator between God and men. You know, And it's just it's awesome that He does that with us with God. But check this out. Here's the cool thing. Not only is He the mediator between God and men, but He's the mediator between man and man. Between man and woman, between humanity. You know, in the same way that he brings us to God, that same presence of Jesus is inside of you. And it brings me to you. You know, we're all individuals. And I can't know everything that's going on in Paul's heart. It's a I'm a closed book at one level, but because Jesus lives in me, there's a bridge between all of us. Does that make sense? you know and so all those one another's that we were reading a minute ago you know there's there needs to be in the church life a place for that stuff to happen I, I, we can't all do it here on a sunday like this there's you know several hundred people you know and you can't be in each other's lives like that but in a small group context in a in a house you know you can actually start to live out some of that stuff and it and it becomes powerful Dietrich Bonhoeffer in Life Together, this famous book from years ago, said that when people gather in small groups and they confess their sins to one another, they I mean, you're always going to have that person kind of with you. You're not alone in the world when you share your heart. And one of the purest forms of fellowship, he said, he goes on to say, is when we pray together in a small group. It's just like God's there. He's speaking. It's like you hear God speaking through other people praying. Yesterday, uh, James had a word for us, and uh, we had probably 45 life group leaders and interns at our uh, leadership training thing uh, yesterday called Frontline, and James had a word for us. He said, I feel like the word for 2016 for us, for our life groups, is health, and I was like, man, that's a great word for the whole church, health. I mean, think about it. Let's brainstorm a second. What? I did that on purpose. It's all good. Um, so, So what? Uh, if somebody is healthy, you got a healthy body, you know, what, what are marks of their life? What, what are things that are part of somebody being healthy? Exercise. exercise. You got to exercise. What else? Diet. You need a diet. You need a decent, diet. good diet. Not, you, you just need more than just sticking chips and stuff in there, right? A good diet. What else? Rest. 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 Anybody need some rest for health? That's a, part, that's a part of the deal, isn't it? What else? Confidence. Confidence. Okay, so I'm taking steps moving forward in life. Health. Okay, what else? What's that? Adventure. adventure. Okay, we're gonna put that like health is, uh, adventure really is a part of, hey, it's not the same old, same old. It leads to emotional health, all those kind of things. What else? Laughter. laughter. Anybody put laughter on your healthometer? Yeah, I, I want that on mine. Dedication. So dedication would be like discipline, doing things, avoiding things that hurt you, doing things that help you. Dedication. Great. Energy. I need some, I need some energy. So that's a, a lot of different things that actually work together. Rest, food, diet, discipline, probably. Communication. So if I'm going to live a healthy life, I can't be isolated so much that I don't communicate with other people. So all of those things are marks of health. All of those things are things we need in our lives and we need in our life groups here. And so what we want to do with, you know, got a few minutes here, and, um, is we want to have some testimonies uh, this morning. And so I uh, didn't know how exactly it was going to go in first service, and I don't know exactly how it's going to go in second service. Um, I have asked uh, one or two people, and uh, Phil Posey, come on up. You kicked it off last time. Let's kick it off again. So Phil is about to multiply, about to lead, be leading a new life group. And so the setup for this, you guys, is come on up here. So I can see you in the back. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, so the setup is, Phil, what, what, uh, what would you say to people about your experience that would help people that either are already in life group Want to keep going, or that aren't in life group want to maybe jump in? Okay. Yeah,
1: uh, I want to set the stage with a scripture. Um, after Peter preached the sermon, three thousand people were saved. Uh, this is in the book of Acts. Uh, it says, "All those who had believed were together and had all things in common, <clears throat> and they began selling their property and possessions and were sharing them with all, as anyone might have need. Day by day, continuing with one mind in the temple." And breaking bread from house to house, they were taking their meals together with gladness, sincerity of heart. Praising God and having favor with all people. And the Lord was adding to their number day by day those who were being saved. And so I guess um, for, uh, for me and my wife Nancy, uh, all of our life we grew up in the church. And I would read Acts and I would say, I want that. I want a church church. Like that, you know. And you read about it, and you you'd go to church, and you really wouldn't see it. And and so when we came here three years ago, uh, we had the privilege of joining the Maddie and Jonathan Lee and their life group. And if you know them, it was they're they're so nurturing and they're so loving. And so as we uh, joined that life group, we just felt loved. We felt connected. Uh, we began to um, pray for one another. Uh, Broke a lot of bread together. Um, it's good. But uh, just, just living life together with everyone in the life group. And, and you know, that's life. Um, there were some things that happened that weren't so good. And there were things that happened that were good. And we had people moving. And it's just life going on, regular life. Everybody has troubles. Everybody has great times and bad times. And you, you begin to live life with the people in your life group. And, and they're there for you. And so as as we began to develop and grow and connect with just unbelievable people in the life group you just feel this um this God doing a work in you teaching you about community and and it's, it really is about community. I know yeah. he says that every Sunday but it really is and um and so where we're at now is uh you know uh, the scripture I just read and, and as they followed day by day, God added to their numbers those who were being saved. And so it's our desire to multiply a group so that we can multiply so that others can be saved. That others can come into uh, a community and a life group and be a part of that in, in the body. And so, so I just encourage you guys, and I said this earlier, um, you know, when you follow Jesus, uh, there's, there's an indication there if you're following something... That means you're moving. That means you're not staying where you're at. You're actually following and moving somewhere. And so I want to encourage every one of you that, you know, you'll go start a life group and you're in a life group, not only to, to be ministered to, but also to minister those that are in. And that's where the giving is more blessed than receiving. And then I think that's that's that whole thing that God's trying to tell us about. So that's why we're multiplying. And uh, we're just happy to be here. So.
0: Awesome. Y'all give it up for Phil. Amen. So, come on. Can you do it again? Y'all give it up for says Emily Wardlaw. Yeah.
2: I've already done this before, and I greeted, so get excited. Um, well, I'm a part of the 20s Life Group, and um, when we started the Life Group with Mar- uh, Micah and Rachel Sharsberg, who's the youth pastor here, um, we started it back, kind of revamped it back in August, and it was one of those things where all of a sudden there was a bunch of people in our church, in our community, who were desperate for real relationship and community with others, and it just exploded. Um, And it's been really awesome. And what I think of when I think of life group is life group is vital. Um, It's vital as a believer. You cannot do it alone. And to think that you can is a lie from the enemy. And it pulls you away from real community with people. And um, in that pulling away is cynicism and judgment um, on each other. And again, just harbors bitterness in your heart. And so when we get together as a group of people who love Jesus and are trying to love each other, There is growth and a deepness of relationship. And I was telling the first service that when you look at our life group, half of them or over half of them are engineers. So I'm already like way under par on <laughs> being able to communicate with them. And, but they're awesome. And the thing that connects us is Jesus. I mean, we would not be friends without Jesus. That's how we came together in the first place. Yeah. And so now we're getting so big. We've got like 27 people coming to a life group and we can't sit down. Everyone has to sit on the floor. And Aaron tells me the introverts don't like to do that. So we're trying to make more space. And <laughs> we're going to multiply and make more room for people to come. And then that's going to grow and multiply again. And it's just going to grow with grace and the love of Christ. And why would you not want to be a part of that? I mean, my goodness. Come on.
0: Great. <laughs> okay. Cool. Um, okay. So, Audrey, you want to come share? A little Woo! CF college action here. TCU. TCU, go Frogs.
3: I'm Audrey, and um, so one of the life groups that I really remember was my first life group back when we were at Joe and Lisa's house, and um, I just remember walking in and immediately just, like, being greeted and just, like, meeting genuine people. It was unlike any other meeting that I had been to, like, on campus or um, any other, like, Christian thing, really. It was personal um, we were like really meeting with Jesus. We were talking to each other and sharing things about our hearts. Um, people were praying with each other Mm. after discussion. And, um, so I immediately knew that life group was different. And as I've just like continued, I guess I've been in life group for like a year now, which is crazy, but, um, just like it's, more than a weekly meeting you're living life with people outside of that too like wow, these are the good. people that I'm like living with the people that I'm going on awaken with um, the people that I'm getting dinner with like it's just my people
0: awesome so, yeah amen awesome thanks Audrey you know so one of the things I, I can't remember if I said it in this service but I just want to emphasize you guys are life groups it's not like a like a a program or something that we just kind of do over here and we want to encourage everybody to kind of do this thing it's like the backbone of who we are as a church the backbone of who we are as a people you know we can't not have that you know that that happening you know and so it's basic christian community it's church at the basic house level you know so that's just a just a a way of 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 hitting how important that is okay jesus we've got a few minutes is is who, who Bonnie, Bonnie, oh, Bonnie, come on up. I actually, woo So Bonnie's also in the Lee's life group, I believe. Or no, the oh. Daltons, that's right, Daltons. Yeah, jump up there.
4: Hi, everyone. I'm really happy to share this with you. Um, life group to us, well, my husband John and I are interns to Sandy and Kenny Dalton. And life group to us means family, an extended family. And how many of you want your families to know Jesus and be saved? All of us, right? Yeah. And so we, had, we have a family in our life group that um, they're from Peru. And most of you know Maria. And her mom's been coming to our life group for a few months now. And like two months ago, Kenny and Sandy incorporated um, Spanish worship music and Spanish choruses. And, and then between Maria and I, we translated in Spanish, you know, for her mom. And like Jamie said, Jesus is the mediator, right? Because I mean, yeah. my Spanish is not perfect, <laughs> but I was really praying the Holy Spirit would translate, right, oh. and, and that did happen. And so, and the reason I say that is because we did that for two months, but God prepares the way because then uh, Maria's uh, sister uh, and her two daughters uh, came and visited a week ago. And because we had been doing this for a couple of months now, we feel like God used this Um, to prepare them to receive Jesus. And they received Jesus before they went back to Peru.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Amen.
4: And so Life Group is extended family. And without Jesus being the mediator, I I don't know how we can do it because it translates, you know, um, not just languages, but uh, God's word and the Holy Spirit is the one that does that work in our hearts and I am just so grateful to be to get to be a part of that
0: Amen, thank you, Brian, awesome Okay, so uh, yeah, we've got a little time, one or two more maybe Lord This is is like life group actually, there's you know that, that awkward time where you're supposed to be waiting, you know
5: Um, So right now, our family's going to the Emler Life Group, and uh, right now, the really sweet thing for me in Life Group is just having a place to process some things, so kind of throughout the week is, if anything kind of comes up in my relationship with God, I'll just kind of have a chance to talk about it at Life Group or share it with someone, and so it's just kind of a safe place to be able to share thoughts about God or what God's teaching me and stuff, so I just love that safe filter of community, so.
0: Awesome. Thanks, Joe. Okay. Again, we're, we're just a little space here. Come on. Oh, Allison. Out of the youth group. Y'all give it up for the youth.
6: Thank you, y'all. I love my life group. And- I want to share how my life group is reaching people and leading them to Jesus. And so a few weeks ago, God stirred my heart for this girl at my school, and her name is Malika. And she was not a believer. She was an atheist, and her family was of another faith. Um, and I said, hey, life group, we all be praying for my school? And they've been praying for my school for a long time. Um, and so on Tuesday, a few weeks ago, God said, hey, Allison, I want you to invite her to youth group. And I said, Okay. Um, and so I did and she said, no, I've got a physics test on Thursday. I can't come. And God was like, Hey Allison, I want you to pray for the physics test to get moved. And I was like, okay and so praying for the physics test to get moved guess what the physics test gets moved she says hey Allison can I come to youth group and I said oh my gosh like yes Um, and so she comes to youth group and she meets um, Nikki who's in our life group and she's really awesome Um, and Nikki leads her to Jesus and she gives her life to Jesus (laughs) amen if you're not in a life group you need to get in a life group it's awesome
0: well okay yeah. Okay. Waiting. come on. Marley. This is uh, another horned frog. Jesus. Hello. Lover.
2: Um. Okay. So my biggest thing about life group is that you're gathering each week and you're just believing together. Like when you're in a community and you have so many people believing for the same thing, like so many people at TCU are believing for TCU, just that, um, yes, that Jesus would be known. And People would be um, just serious about their just faith, and so just coming to life group, you just get to get together with get together with people and believe for the same thing. So it's really powerful, I think.
0: Awesome, Marley, love you. Amen. Just just one more time, okay, Tony? Gotta have some age. All these. College and youths,
7: we, we think of it as maturity. That's right. So. <laughs> well, uh, I just, uh, a lot of you might not know me, but my name's Tony, my, my wife Jan, and uh, we came here t- uh, to Christ Fellowship about two years ago. And uh, I- I've heard this talked about uh, here at this church more than once, when, when we came here, just seemed like in in me, I was looking for something more, you know. And I remember the first weekend we were here. Uh, after the service, out in the foyer, uh, we had this couple just came straight out to us. It was the mantis and uh, and so I mean, first Sunday they they invited us to life group, and uh, so that was the start. I think the first time we. We went to Life Group, we were at Todd and Jackie's house. And uh, that was two years ago. And over these past two years, uh, our Life Group has grown and shrunk down some, and now grown again. But what I wanted to share with you is, is a lot of the things we, most people have already talked about here, but, and then you read a lot of them, the, the things about what make uh, life group so special. Uh, in life group, uh, Jan and I, my wife and I, have uh, experienced al- authentic love for each other. Wow, that's good, John. Uh, uh, affection for each other. Uh, a lot of times uh, words of life have been spoken over us and each other during our life group times. I can remember some times when uh, we would break up into smaller groups, the men would go over here and the ladies over there and we'd pray about some things. And, and one time uh, uh, some things were prayed over me by this one gentleman. The n- very next morning I get a text from this gentleman and I can't tell you how much it encouraged me when he said the first thing I did this morning when I woke up was to pray for you. That happened because we were part of that group. Uh, Had we not been a part of that group, that that experience would have never happened, you know. Uh, Also, the past couple of years within our group, uh, some of our members have have lost uh, loved ones. And uh, Jan and I just uh, recently experienced that. And in that time of loss, there's just been this outpouring within the, the body of our group. Uh, we're lifting you up in prayer. Uh, we love you. We're thinking of you. All those things helped uh, build us up to go through those difficult times in life, and and so much more. But uh, we experience church not only here through the preaching of the word and the, and the worship that we experience and just being with others that we might not know so well, but. But we experience it at so much, it seems like, often deeper level when we, like others have talked about, we have community with one another. It's awesome. And we just, and we get to know each other. And that's, that's how we become a part of each other's life. And so, yeah. uh, most of you here probably might be a part of a life group, but if you're not and you've been coming, and I would encourage you to uh, connect with someone, uh, it, 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 it's there's just so much more of what God wants to do in our lives when we do it together.
0: So. Amen. Well said. Well said, Tim. Okay. So, Cheryl, you got a, you got anything? Just yeah. Sure. Come on. She did not know I was going to ask her to do that. I just know that you've, you've been, you come in and come on up here, and you've been, come on. Come on, you can do it. I can do it? Yeah. (laughs) Just just how's it impacted you, just coming in and into community?
8: Well, it's been amazing, for one thing, but kind of how I got there was I heard somebody talking about the love of God, and they said, if you are not doing that with other people, then you cannot see Jesus. And I thought, well, how strange is that? I can't (laughs) possibly be right. You know, (laughs) I have a fine deal with Jesus right here. Mm. Um, And God opened the doors to come here. And the very first thing was to be a part of a life group. And it's been wonderful. It is true. It really is true to share your experiences that you're having, very normal ones, day to day, with another group of people and have them pray for you, or you pray for them, to see the life of Jesus come more alive in them, and have them share that. You just—it's—it's—it's it's, um, it's His miracle life in us. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know any other way to say that. So, there's support for hard times. There's support for great times. But what there really is is how to. Um, do this loving one another, Mm. Um, there's that, that exchange, that opportunity. So come, come to a life group. (laughs) You will not regret it. I promise
7: you.
0: Yeah, Yeah, love it. Thank you. Cheryl, he has got a great story. Y'all may not know this, but she found out about Christ Fellowship through uh, by watching Fixer Upper with Chip and Joanna Gaines, and, uh, and she told me that. She said, yeah, I looked it up, saw it was connected with Antioch, and then found out there's an Antioch church here in Fort Worth. It was the weirdest thing, you know. So a uh, little, little tidbit. That's uh, The only one I know that's come because of Fixer Upper, but <laughs> cool, cool story. Yeah. Do, we need to do, any, uh, do we need to do another one? Yeah, come on.
2: Um, Just keeping it real here I don't know if I'm the only one Does the term terminally unique (laughs) Yeah I'm the only one who feels this way I'm the only one whose kids have ever acted this way I'm the only one who doesn't know what to do In this or that, whatever situation I have that disease like big So um, life group is a place where you're hearing about how Oh, I'm not terminally unique And I just feel like the enemy can blind us to Mm. so many things and he can keep us in our little prison and he can uh, like lots Mm. of different little prisons in our lives but if we are real with others who are willing to be real those doors are blown open and it's fast and it's awesome all you all you have to do is hear the news so good so yeah for that
0: awesome joy thank Thank you. you We got time for maybe one more, if somebody short. Yeah. Come on, Joe. (laughs) I'll give it up for Joe.
5: So uh, like there's a lot of positivity here, so let me turn it around for a second. (laughs) (laughs) One of the devil's biggest tools is convincing us that we are alone. The minute that we feel alone, it opens the door up to a ton of other lies. Okay, so uh, I don't know if the, any of the sons are in here, right? Okay, so like... Uh, uh, back there in the back. I'm sorry, this is blinding. Like, okay, I'm standing above the light. That's why I can't see <laughs> Aaron waving in the back, right? So <clears throat> I'm going to tell you that uh, since we have been a part of Christ Fellowship, since we've been a part of the Sons Life Group and everybody there, we have not felt alone. Okay, We have not felt alone and praise God that through people that believe in him, we can not only conquer that aloneness, but through togetherness, we can look at our lives and share our brokenness and remember that we don't have to be good enough. That's the number one thing. When we come together, we know we don't have to be good enough, that God is good enough for us. Yes. So guess what? If you don't want to feel alone, the number one way to do that is to get plugged into a life group.
0: Wow. Amen. Okay. It's our new Sunday morning format. (laughs) I'll say a few things and then y'all preach the sermon, man. That's awesome. Really. Uh, The church is preaching. That's right. Um, Why don't you stand up, everybody? and uh, we're still going to do a little bit of ministry here and respond to the lord i think it's a little bit different today in the sense that i mean ministry band come on up ministry team come up and and, and it's different in this sense that yeah i mean part of what we're saying is there's a, there's we want you involved in life groups and there's a sign up out, out on the table but in our hearts there's always this move that the lord is wanting to, he's wanting to do something deeper in us. He's wanting to bring us along. He's wanting to bring us with Him into all that He's doing. And so I, I just encourage you, right where you're at, to say yes to God. You know, and, and it might have been that as I was reading those scriptures earlier about love one another, or it might have been about the the mediate, Christ is the mediator in our relationships with one another. There's different ways that the Lord touches us and wants us to respond. But I, uh, I have a friend, one of our Worship leaders from years ago, he would say, Jamie, whenever there's a call to come to the front, you know, I want to jump in on that because I want all that God has for me. And if you're in one of those situations where you're going, I'm hungry, I want more, you know, and it's anything along the lines of what we've talked about today, even if the front fills up, you might, it just, there's something about just stepping out in the aisle and just kind of going, I don't care. I'm going to go on up. There. I'm just going to stand up there because I want, to, I want to press into God. I want all that God has for me. And like every Sunday, you guys, if you're hurting this morning, you need help, you need prayer, please don't leave without getting someone to pray for you. You know, and just... So let's just press in here. We're going to sing a song that we sang earlier It's just a, a way of connecting again our hearts. Jesus, meet us. Open our eyes to see that everything does change when you step into... Our lives in a new way. Lord, do that this morning. Whatever your need is, guys, come. Let's press into the Lord together.